Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six figure mental health business and a seven figure coaching business. Now, listen, I will keep it all the way real. I will share my top secrets. This includes the good, the bad and the ugly of what it takes to reach ultimate abundance. I believe that you can make an abundant living and become unapologetically successful, going after big business and lifestyle goals while also having fun and making a significant impact in your community and your home. So strap on your seatbelt and watch me challenge you to rise up to the person that you were meant to become. This is the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Hey, great day. Welcome back to the Intentionally Abundant Business Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. So this episode has taken me a month and a half to record. You'll probably hear some of this information being dripped if you follow me on uh, Instagram through my stories. And today, I mean, I got my notes like I usually do, but this will really be me having a conversation. And I would love to continue the conversation, of course, in the DM on Instagram with you sharing your thoughts of what happens if this happens to you or what what do you do when you're in this situation. And so the topic of this episode today is what does it mean when you are bored in your business? So the first thing that comes to mind to me is I was having a conversation. This was like maybe two, three years ago with one of my good friends, uh, Dr. Roche. Some of you have met her through our boot camp or through our programs. Um, she's our financial psychologist, our cash flow queen. Um, but one of the things that one of her mastermind coaches had told her a few years ago is you're going to get bored in your business. And sometimes it's a requirement in order for you to slow down. Like you don't have to be busy all the time. You don't have to have anything popping that's new. Like business is going to get boring. And I didn't really understand it fully until like January 20th. Okay. Somewhere around there about a few weeks after I returned from our family vacation to Hawaii. So I just want to let y'all know, first and foremost, boredom is real. Okay. Boredom is real. So 
If you've been following my podcast for a while, um, you know how big I am on talking about what your dream schedule is, only um, doing products and services or offering them that align with you and all those things. And I still believe those things. So I've been in private practice now for 10 years or 10 and a half years. And ever since I left my job, I had always, even though it's changed over time since I've had a child and got married and things like that, but I've always had like this desire to, you know, have my dream schedule and my dream schedule in terms of what it looks like has changed due to seasons that I've been in. So like when I was pregnant, my dream schedule was to work a certain amount of hours in my private practice and to slow it down. My dream schedule when I was on maternity leave was to be off for six months and be fine. Um, and then, you know, walk back into my private practice and act like ain't nothing happened, right? Which actually happened. But over the last 10 years, I have really been focusing on how can I go from grow to scale? Then it was a point where I hit scalability, saw it in my back office and in my bank account and in my profit and loss statements. And then it was like, okay, so what What now? You know? And so I started this year off strong, meaning 2023. I didn't do my physical vision board, but I did like multiple digital ones. And I had really set aside time multiple months in 2022 to identify what products and services do I actually want to offer? And you may be wondering, well, you've always offered the DTA program. You've always offered some type of in-person events, CE workshops, and a mastermind. And that's the truth. But what tends to happen, especially in 2020, specifically through 2022, is that I started the year with like a super simple structured launch calendar, promotional calendar, meaning this program will open up its doors on this date and close on this date. Then we'll have this time in between. Then we'll do either the same program or another launch or something, right? So I had all of that mapped out. And then what happened in the past is either I, being fully transparent, I fell into some state of fear And I'll probably dedicate one episode on this when I'm ready regarding financial fear. Not that my business would not make money, but more so when your business starts creating an internal pattern of 400% plus increases every year, it's like you create a narrative like, well, I can't go backward. And that's the narrative that I realized at the end of last year that I had created for myself because I kept increasing my revenue, which is ideal for scalability. But then I created this narrative like, oh, but I can't slow down. No, I need to offer something else because I can't make less than what I made last year. Let me know if that's your story. Because that sometimes is what gets in the way of us really taking a hard look at the operating system of our business and how we truly want to show up in our business. And then we may find ourselves being very robotic and or getting bored, right? So that was one is fear. And then the second one was, I just like wanted to launch something else. Like launching is fun to me. People were excited, you know, to get into something, to come to an event. So it was like, I put out energy, they fed off the energy. So it was not a lose situation. However, every December, your girl was tired. And I'm just explaining the coaching side. We not even going to get into what happened in 2020 with the mental health side, because if you were in private practice, oh, you felt it. Okay. 
So with that said, and then being a dream schedule chaser, right? I started this year off strong. And what I did is I first removed offers. And when I removed offers, it wasn't that the offers were doing, you know, bad. It was more about me, A, wanting to spend more time with the cohort of students that I had for either DTA or the mastermind. I wanted to get to know my students' businesses on a deeper level because that hadn't happened in a while, right? I wanted to get back into the Kajabi portal and actually create systems that will allow them to do a mini assessment so that I can know where their business is and then turn that into things that we can talk about on the coaching call, right? Provide them more support. And then for my master pro, that was like a brief snippet of some of the things that I did. On the mastermind level, I had said, what would it look like if I didn't have 20 to 21 mastermind students? What would it look like if I minimized the amount of one-on-one Zoom calls that we have? And what if I maximize their accessibility, but it cut out all the fluff? So what am I talking about? My mastermind students get I'm going to say pretty much, even though I gave them a number, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I know they respect my boundaries. They get access to my Voxer. What does that mean? That means they can shoot me Voxer questions, but the way you got to show up on Voxer is very different than a coaching call on Zoom. On Zoom, some people can show up prepared and then some people don't show up prepared and then they just stare at you. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to reteach you what's in the portal. I'm not going to re-talk about what we talked about on the group call. So if you don't have anything to talk about, this call is over. And that's something that I had to implement a lot last year. Um, Not with a lot of people. It would like be a mixture of people during different months and seasons of their life and their business. But I started sending out messages like every other month to our students saying, hey, if you ain't got nothing to talk about, please do not schedule your one-on-one call with me to not just waste my time, but waste yours. Your time is money too, right? And sometimes it fed into a narrative that I talked to some of them about, well, I paid for this. No, you paid to be coached. And so if you're doing off the call what I coached you on, you're still getting your ROI. I don't need to physically be there for you to get your money's worth. You feel me? And so I opened up the Voxer Avenue for them. And then they still get a VIP day with me in the middle of the year. They still get their in-person masterminds throughout the year. They get to come to the now the mastermind, the conference, you know, at the end of the year, they still get all of those things. They still get a upgraded, hella upgraded online course. But I took time to do that. So why am I sharing this with you? I had to slow down to speed up. I had to remove offers. So one of the biggest offers that I removed that people were asking about was the smaller VIP experience masterminds. And I didn't say that I'm terminating them. They were paused, like laid off. It doesn't mean they will never come back. But I saw the impact of the people who came to the conference last year I saw how many people, for whatever reason, couldn't get to those VIP experiences. And I saw how people were interacting with me in my DM and in my highlights and in my stories regarding they wish they would have come to the conference last year. So I said, you know what? I need to choose which type of live events I'm going to show up at this year. And I'm not really all the way going to love it, but I need to make a choice. And I'm saying need as a strong word because I need all of my energy and my team's energy to making our events way more up level than they were last year. Customer service, everything. So that means I also don't want to confuse my audience with saying 
do you want to come to an event with eight people or an event with up to 100? So I chose the event with 100 because it can make a bigger impact if you haven't heard my previous episode on scalability. And this is something that we're trying out for 2023. It doesn't mean we're going to keep having these 100 person events every single year because we're already planning our 12 to 18 month promotional calendar into 2024. We already know what's going down on my team. So I had to slow down and speed up. I ain't gonna lie. The last three years have went by very quick. And I think that you would probably agree. Like you looked up, it was Christmas every year, right? But what I started to look at in terms of boredom, let's get to the topic of the episode, is I started to redefine this year, specifically in January, who I am and who I am not. And after listening to, you know, people's podcasts, you be part of people's masterminds, you got different coaches, you read certain books. Sometimes the message can be delivered to you to say, you're going to get all this time back to do nothing and uh, spend all this time with your family. And, you know, granted, I love spending time with my family, but my kids are in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I supposed to do during all those hours? Because what I don't want to do is what I've done in the past is just go relaunch a product because I have nothing during those like 60 to 90 day periods. No, no. So I redefined who I and how I wanted to show up. And I owned my truth as a woman, as a wife, and as a business owner. So for example, I said, I want to do like where I'm at this year. And I started this in 2022. I want to do a self-care activity every single week. So let me show y'all like how that breaks down in the month of February. Cause initially me not paying attention, I would do a very mindless and I'll be like, Oh, I got a nail appointment. Oh, I got a hair appointment. Oh, I got to get a massage. Oh, I'm getting a facial. And then I look up and everything's done in like four days. I don't have anything to stretch throughout the month. So like last week I went and got my nails done this upcoming week. Um, me and my husband are getting a couple's massage the following week. I'm going to get a facial. Then the following week, I'm going to get my nails done again. Now, I believe next week, because we have our mastermind at the time of this recording in Vegas, like during President's Day week, I am going to get my hair done for that. But if I didn't have an event, I would have stretched that out too. I want to do something for myself every single week beyond what I do in my house, right? And that's something that's positive. But when I get home, it's really nothing else for me to do but sleep, Like I have literally full transparency and I hope that you appreciate that I'm sharing this with you or just we'll tolerate it, right? I have noticed that my energy is low. Now, maybe I'm pregnant. I hope so, right? (laughs) Because we we do want to have another baby. But I'm just saying I've recognized that the word purpose continues to come up for me and I know what my purpose is. I'm walking in alignment with my purpose, but it's something embedded in how I'm supposed to be showing up in purpose that it it got me in a funk. And so it all this time has allowed me to do a lot of exploration and I'm not done, but I know one thing that definitely came up this week, which is why I felt okay with sharing this episode is that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to rest. It's okay not to be going like an energizer bunny because that's my MO. And if I keep doing that, just like what we teach to our clients, right? You're going to get tired. So I don't want to fall into my old pattern. So I'm enduring the boredom, which is hard, but it gives me time to meal prep. I ain't too fond of that, but I did it today, right? It gives me time to 
go self-care. It gives me time to hang out with my husband while our kids are at school. We're going to Disneyland next week to um, see the uh, Chinese uh, lunar year decorations before they take it down at Disneyland. These aren't things that I was able to do last year. To give you some perspective, I was working 20 to 30 hours in addition to what I already do with DTA and other things every other week. Whether it was mental health services, the things that we were doing in the elite coaching program, there were a lot of hours. And I realized going through the year, I'm like, I love the services. I don't like how I'm starting to feel throughout the year because it feels like when I wake up and when I go to sleep, it's like it's all enmeshed, you know? And so what I've come to realize um, in conclusion of this episode, this is only the beginning. We'll keep talking about this. What I've come to realize is it's okay for me to be bored. It's okay for me to spend time with family, probably figure out some new hobbies, rest, take time off, and even like um, upgrade my programs. But slowing down has given me the ability to get a full perspective of where I want to go um, next. And something that I've been thinking about a lot is who's to say that even with the fear of revenue at some point that I can't generate double or triple that amount of revenue with doing even less than I've done um, before, right? So I really hope that you've enjoyed this introduction to the what happens when you're bored in your business. And I hope that you'll stay tuned as I talk about this topic more because I think that this can lead somebody into even creating products or services that they don't like, okay? So if you want to keep tuning into this, please make sure that you subscribe and follow the podcast episode. We do upload some video versions on Instagram and on YouTube, more of like the shorter versions or if I'm going live. Um, But please, if you love this episode, share it with two other business owners. If you want to join us at the mastermind, depending on when you're listening to this episode, you may either be listening to it when it's sold out and or when it's open season or an application. Um, If you don't know what I'm talking about, go rewind this whole episode and listen to the first few moments if the introduction is still there, okay? But um, at the time of this episode, we are more than half um, of the seats being gone and we are still like eight months out of the uh, Mastermind Conference. So at some point, I will cut off the ticket sales and people will have to apply for the few seats that are left because I wanna make sure that the right people get those last few seats because we are talking about um, scalability, okay? So I will talk to you in the next episode and have a great rest of your day. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.